Yes, guys, welcome to a brand new podcast. I am your host, Conan, and today we're going to be talking about supplements. We'll be discussing what they are, what they do, along with the benefits and side effects of them. So let's get into it. All right. Yes, guys, welcome to today's presentation where we're going to be talking all about supplements and not just any supplements, but supplements that work. And now before I do dive into today's topic, um, I get this question asked quite a lot by a lot of you guys and also just people on my social media asking me like, hey, Conan, like, what's the best supplement I can take to burn fat? Or what's the best supplement to gain more muscle? Or what's the best supplement to increase my testosterone? And a big little thing that I want to mention with you guys right away is that supplements are there to supplement your diet and not take over your diet, right? And so I really wanted you guys to just write this down, focus on whole natural single ingredient foods. That's where you get most of your nutrients from, your carbs, your fats, um, your protein, obviously, your vitamins, your minerals, all this good stuff should be coming from your diet in general. And then however, if you are deficient in something or if you're lacking something from your actual diet, that's a good idea when you can start looking into more supplements, right? But I just don't want you guys to think that, oh, like there's this one supplement that I need because I cannot get it from my diets. Most of them, 99% of the time, you can simply just get from you optimizing your diet. So that's the first thing that I want to uh, bring to your guys' attention is that supplements are not that special. And really quickly as well, I'm saying this as a sponsored athlete for a supplement company, and I'll be the first to admit that you do not need them. They're great for sure. Again, if you're deficient on something or if you're lacking something, whether it's protein from your actual diet or vitamins from your actual diet, greens, whatever it may be, then it's like, okay, cool. Now I can supplement in this. Protein, as you guys know, is super important for not only building muscle, but also recovering from your workout. So it helps with muscle growth, bone health, and your hormones as well. And so obviously protein you can get from whole natural sources from your diets, including chicken, fish, eggs, beef, um, all these types of stuff, right? So you can get protein from those things. Um, vegan sources are out there as well, um, such as tofu, tempeh as well. So those are also great sources of protein. So there you go. There's a list of already a couple that you can get from your actual diets. However, with that said though, um, protein powders are very convenient, especially like when you're on the go or like right after your workouts, when you want to drink like a quick little protein shake and you don't have enough time to maybe go back home or you don't have something like a Tupperware on you right after your workouts, that's totally fine. So where do protein powders come in handy? So they basically come in handy when you tried your absolute best to get protein from your actual diet, but you just have a really hard time getting it from your actual food. So let's say for example, you need 200 grams of protein every single day and from whole natural foods, you only manage to get 150 grams. Anything about that from whole foods is just too difficult. Maybe it's too expensive as well because obviously buying all this stuff like the fish, the chicken, the eggs can add up as well, right? And so that's a great time when supplementing in a protein powder could come in handy, right? Because actually per serving as well, guys, um, usually it is actually one of the cheapest protein sources out there. And now there's obviously different kinds of protein powders. There's vegan protein powder, which is usually made with like a pumpkin seed protein or like a soy protein as well. And then there's like the classic whey protein, which is made from obviously dairy, from milk. There's a bunch of different ones as well. Casein, which is a bit slower digesting, but the most popular one is the whey protein. If you guys are lactose intolerant or it doesn't digest well with you, obviously consider the vegan one or a hydrolyzed whey protein. And basically when you see the name hydrolyzed on the whey protein tub, it basically means that it got rid of all of the 
I guess, lactose from it. Not all of it, for sure, there's still gonna be some of it, but it did get rid of most of it. Even like a whey isolate as well, has most of its lactose kind of like removed from it. So that's definitely something you can consider as well. But if you notice that you get gassy or bloated from it, then um, yeah, that's probably the issue. You're probably lactose intolerant or just um, specific to that product, you just cannot digest it well, right? So just something to keep an eye out when you do consider taking a protein powder. So really quick story here, guys. So I've been taking protein powder since like, I would say 2017-ish. And then I stopped taking it for a bit because I noticed that my skin started breaking out and I got really gassy and really bloated. And it was definitely because I was really sensitive to dairy at the time. I literally took a year off all dairy products. I did not drink any milk, any cheese. And then I suddenly got back on the protein powder and that's when I kind of got gassy again. So kind of stopped it for a while. And then since then I've been taking it pretty consistently. But as of now, guys, just to be completely transparent with you, I have not been taking any protein powder from the past weeks. And that's just more of a experiment I've been doing with myself lately, just to see how I react and respond to it, see if my skin gets a bit clearer, how my digestion is. And I've actually not noticed a huge difference, but um, I just feel a bit better as well. So I personally don't take it right now, but I would highly recommend it to anyone that does have a hard time hitting their daily protein goal from whole natural foods. Second thing here, guys, is caffeine. And now this is a natural stimulant. You can get it in coffee, tea, and a bit in soft drinks as well. Although I would not recommend getting your <laughs> source of caffeine from soft drinks. Obviously in energy drinks as well, like Monsters, Red Bulls, whatever other energy drink there is out there. So those are where you can kind of get them from. Um, plus obviously pre-workout products have them as well. Caffeine is the main ingredient in that, plus in fat burners too, which a lot of people don't know. Um, caffeine is the main ingredient in most fat burners. And really quickly, what does caffeine do? Like I said, it's a stimulant and it's there to increase your energy. So I don't know if you guys have ever taken caffeine before. I'm sure most of you guys have. If you're super sensitive to it, you'll notice right away after the first couple sips that you'll start to feel a lot more alert. You'll feel energized and you'll just, at least for me, like I feel amazing. I feel super focused. I feel super productive when taking it. And so I use it to my advantage. Although with that said though, guys, you have to be really careful with this because, because like it is a drug, right? It isn't like, I guess it is natural because you can get it at like stores and stuff. You gotta keep in mind that it is a drug and it can be really addictive as well. And if you abuse this substance, if you abuse this stimulant, um, there will come a point in time when the effects start to wear off. And so what you'll notice is that your first time taking caffeine, 250 milligrams was the absolute sweet spot for you. Maybe a cup of coffee or kind of sugar-free energy, like a energy drink, whatever. It was absolutely amazing for you. But then over time, you notice that the effects kind of start to wear off and it's like, okay, well, this made me feel really good in the past, but I'm kind of used to this. Um, instead of taking a break from it, which I would highly recommend and advise you guys, if you do not feel the effects anymore of caffeine, just take a quick little break from it and then just to kind of desensitize your body and system from it and then get back on it one or two weeks after. But instead, what a lot of people do is that they'll, you know what, instead of doing like what I'm doing right now, let me just double the intake from 250 to 500 milligrams. And I mean, yeah, you will notice that the caffeine will hit you a bit harder again, but then it's like, where does that lead you to? It just leads you to even more caffeine, more caffeine, more caffeine. And one kind of side effect of caffeine is that yes, it gives you more energy. Yes, it gives you more focus and stuff as well. Although some people do notice some side effects of like too jittery, but the massive, the main side effect here is actually that your sleep quality gets significantly decreased. One really quick thing to keep in mind, guys, is that the half-life of caffeine is about six hours. And so let's say hypothetically speaking at noon, 12 PM, you take 200 milligrams of caffeine, six hours after that, you're going to have about 100 grams of caffeine or no, sorry, 100 milligrams of caffeine 
in your system and the quarter life of caffeine is 12 hours and so you'll actually have what is that so you have 25 milligrams of caffeine at midnight in your system which isn't a whole lot um, although you guys get the point if you take 500 milligrams at noon um, there'll still be like 125 milligrams of caffeine in your system at midnight which is not ideal and that could negatively interfere with your sleep and as you guys know by now i say this all the time sleep is absolutely crucial it is one of the most important things you could do to help you build more muscle recover from your workouts feel more energized lose the body fat and gain the muscle that you want so that's one of the side effects of caffeine so definitely do not abuse it stay within range the fda kind of recommends 400 milligrams or less per day for most american adults I still think that's kind of on the higher end, but that should be the absolute limit for all of you guys. And when you do take it, try to take it not too late in the day. I usually cut it off before noon, actually way before noon. You guys should not be having an afternoon at all. I personally, I don't take pre-workouts. I don't really, I say I don't need it. Like it'd be nice to have it, but like I don't take it before my workouts. Although I do have a coffee every single morning, just a plain black coffee. And really quickly, guys, on the side notes, make sure that when you do consume caffeine, whether it's coffee, tea, soft drinks, or energy drinks, that you do not drink your calories. I'm totally not for drinking your calories. It's just useless. It does not fill you up. It's not productive. I would so much rather you guys get your calories from actual healthy, whole natural foods that can actually fill you up and give you more energy for your workouts and help you build the muscle you're looking for instead of like sugar from like a soft drink or from an energy drink. So with all the caffeine sources, whether it's pre-workouts, those usually have zero calories, which is great. Coffee, keep it black. I love the taste. If you don't, suck it up. You'll get used to it. Trust me, I was the same. I used to hate coffee, but now I absolutely love it. It's actually what I look forward to every single morning. Tea as well. I personally don't like the flavor of tea, so I don't drink tea. But if you like tea, then go ahead and do the tea. And then um, soft drinks, always go for the diet. One, don't, like it's useless, guys. Do not, do not get the sugary drink. Just get the zero calorie drink. Same thing with the monster energy drinks. Just get the zero calorie version or the Red Bull as well. You don't want to be drinking your calories. That's absolutely stupid. Um, next up here, guys, creatine. This one is kind of controversial because if you look online, you'll see a bunch of different mixed opinions on this. Oh, this may cause hair loss. Oh, it has so many negative side effects. It may decrease your lifespan, whatever it may be. But all in all, guys, it is a safe supplement to take. It is one of, if not the, it actually is the most scientifically studied supplements on the market right now. Out of all the supplements that I'm covering today and that are on the market right now, creatine is the most studied supplement on the market and it has many great benefits. It's actually found in many red meats, although in order to get the required amount of around three to five grams of creatine every single day, you'd have to eat a lot of meat. Not only that, you'd have to eat it raw as well for you to actually get the creatine that's inside of it because once you cook the meat, the creatine kind of like evaporates or not really evaporates, but like kind of lessens once it's cooked. So you'd have to eat a lot of raw red meats, which obviously none of you guys are gonna do. So supplementing in creatine is great. So like I said, it enhances your physical performance. I don't want to get too sciencey with you guys, but basically creatine increases your ATP. And now ATP guys stands for your adenosine triphosphate, which is basically your body's currency for using energy. So whenever specifically short bursts of energy. So whenever you go on like a sprint, a max lift like the squat bench or deadlift when you exert a lot of force in a short amount of time that's when you use atp and creatine can help increase that so what you'll notice right away guys once taking creatine if you've never taken it before is that you'll notice a pretty significant actually not a huge i mean it depends on the person some people are super sensitive to it whereas others aren't really but on average you'll see a good kind of like increase in strength and power right away 
And because creatine is stored intramuscularly, um, you may notice that you hold on to a bit more water weights initially to begin with. However, that will start to die down as you take it consistently. People say that you have to do a loading phase of taking 20 grams of creatine for the first like seven to 14 days of taking it. That is total BS and that's just a waste of money. If you know that you're going to be taking creatine for the rest of your life, which is, I mean, there's no need to cycle off it basically. So just expect to take it for the rest of your life. There's no need. And if you just think about it logically, there's no need to load your muscle cells with 20 grams of creatine every single day first and just waste some of your money right off the bat. And you know that's realistically, I'm going to be taking this for the rest of my life. So why do I need this arbitrary loading phase? Like it makes zero sense. Your muscles, like your muscles are going to get the creatine one way or another, whether or not you're going to load up on it with 20 grams a day in the first couple of weeks, or if you don't, like you're going to get it either way. So you might as well save a bit of money and just like take the recommended three to five grams every single day, which honestly is just a scoop, which you guys can see in the picture here. So some research may say that it may cause hair balding. Here's the thing guys, if you are genetically prone to hair loss, then yes, creatine may speed up that process. Whereas if you have healthy functioning hair and you're not prone to hair loss, then um, you're not really going to see the hair loss at all. Um, so there you go. Should not be scared of that. Lastly here guys, fish oil and omega-3. So these are essential fatty acids for good overall health. This helps with your brain function, um, your heart, heart health with your joints, your eyes, and your skin as well. So a lot of people, especially North Americans, really lack on the omega-3 fatty fish. We don't eat enough salmon. We don't eat enough um, fatty fish in our just in our typical American diet. Like we simply do not. So a great way to kind of compensate for that is by supplementing in a fish oil or omega-3 supplement. They're super cheap guys and um, I highly recommend them because like I said, unless you eat fish regularly, which I assume most of you don't, supplementing in this is absolutely amazing to again, increase your brain kind of performance, your heart health, your joints as well, really great for your joints, your eyes, skin, and nails as well. So it's a great supplement. Um, this one is probably like the lowest down and keep in mind, guys, these are in no particular order, like the protein powder, the creatine, the caffeine. I didn't just rank them one, two, three, and four. Like these are in no particular order. These are the ones that I personally take and I've done the most amount of research on. And um, just to give you guys my perspective on them. But to conclude everything here is I want you guys to emphasize whole foods over supplements. I cannot beat this enough to you guys. Write this down on a piece of paper. Write this down in your notes. You do not need any supplement for you to achieve X results in order for you to see your six pack in order for you to get bigger muscles. It is not needed at all. Like I said, guys, supplements are there to supplement your diet and not take over your diet. So keep that in mind, guys, focus 100% on getting everything that you need from just basic foods. And then from there, if you notice that you're deficient in something or you're lacking in something, whether it's protein, you're lacking on that protein, or you don't eat enough greens, you don't eat enough vegetables or fruits or whatever it may be, then yes, supplementing in either a protein powder will be great or a multivitamin or a greens powder, whatever it may be. And if you want to see some added, I guess, benefits to your life and to your fitness goals, consider taking some creatine, which can help increase your power and strength. And then again, the caffeine can help you um, just gain a bit more energy, feel a bit more productive. So those are my thoughts on supplements. Like I said, you do not need them at all, but they are great if you are deficient in something. That's pretty much all that I have for you guys for this specific live call. If you guys do have any questions for me, please let me know either on Trainerize or in the chats down below. But with that said, hope you all have a great rest of your day and I'll speak to y'all soon.